And one thing I learned about being a man is there's no one way to be a man. Absolutely. Hallelujah. And that's what I learned about being in fashion because it's like some people think, oh, you got to wear the track suits. You got to wear. Mm. But it's not always about wearing track suits yeah. that make you a man. Yeah. What about the people that wear actual suits? Mm. So I learned that there's different types of men. Aww, I'm a classic man. Hello, yo, welcome to episode 17 of the Classic Manny Show. It's your boy, V1, the only, but I'm not the only king in the building today. Today I'm joined by Abraham. I can't call you AB Vlogs anymore because I feel like <laughs> you've now become Sir Nalu. Please, Sir Nalu. <laughs> I can't call you AB Vlogs. I'll let you surpass that. I'm joined with Abraham in the building today. Say hello to the people, then. What's up, everybody? It's How Abraham. How have you been? Um, I've been good. I've been good. Yeah. Um, she has been a roller coaster, oh, but we thank God. We thank God, man. How about how's the week as well? Obviously, you've worked yourself. What's been going on? This week world? has been. You know what? Like I told my mom, I said mm -hmm. that there's never been a time in history yeah. where we've been exposed to news so. Ooh. Like, we DJ Switch was on live. Yeah. 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 On live, like we saw it Literally. happen. Like I yeah. felt like I was at Lecky Togan. I'm telling you. And once that was that, I was like. Mm. There's never been a time in history yeah. where this has been the case. Mm. And I feel like as humans, we're not registering that in yeah. our head. We feel like we yeah. can handle... Anyway, yeah. the point I'm trying to make is the fact that I had to take a break. I'm telling you. I had to. I had you to know just... what? Before we enter it properly, I, feel, I will say, we'll touch on what you said. Yeah. It's a privilege to take a break because unfortunately, the people that were there in Lecky... They can't take no break. And be, they can't take no break. Literally, in front of them, people are just dying. Like blood everywhere. I've never seen something so graphic in my life. But before we get into that, tell the people what you do, who you are, and then we'll get into the discussion about NSARS. Mm. So I'm Abraham. Yes. Abraham Adams. I like I like my full name well, to be out there. Name. That's a celebrity name right there. <laughs> Your parents is very well there. <laughs> <laughs> they did very well celebrity name shout out to moms and dads for me my yeah. mom and my dad but yeah like i'm abraham um i am the creative director of the world of nalu yes you feel me not the owner i'm the creative director okay. for me we're gonna, um, get we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that <laughs> um and i'm also um a content creator yeah um, i have a youtube channel by yeah. the name of ab vlogs yeah. the one and only the one and only it's That's been right. so long so long. i think i last saw you for the sip and shoot, isn't it? It would have been a YouTube Black, no? Uh, was it YouTube Black? No, I didn't go YouTube Black for my own personal them. reasons. Okay. Okay. The last time I saw you was definitely a sip and shoot in a Hackney, isn't it? Wow. That was with Angel. So that was like wow. a year ago, two years ago. That was when we first started. That was yeah. 2018. Wow. Listen, that, that's the that don't know, it's the Nalu sip and shoot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Manny came down and, sh oh, and was shaking leg. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but it's nice to see you and have you in the building as well it's nice to see you too oh, bro thank you we're gonna go straight into NSAR so I spoke about it in the last episode yeah obviously I touched on it briefly because that's all we knew only the introduction of it mm. obviously the basics but so much has happened since then we're gonna so get into much. I'm it's crazy but just to refresh people's memory if you've not really heard that last episode NSARS is a protest that began how long like a week or two ago um probably yeah probably I would say probably I've started hearing about it maybe about yes. two weeks ago. And we heard about it through social media. So SARS is a um, special anti-robbery squad mm -hmm. that was put in place, I think, in 1992. Am I correct? Let me look at my notes. Wasn't it? It was 1992. I will come. Oh, yeah, 1992. Oh, okay. oh, wow. I'm surprised myself here. Nowadays, <laughs> my brain is working. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> it was put in place to protect the people Wait, that was Nigeria. before we were born. Before I was like four years before I was born, literally. What? What about you? How long? Yeah, no, four years before I was born too. Yeah. I forget, I forget sometimes. So obviously, it was put in place to protect the people of Nigeria. 
but in recent times they're trying to use and abuse all this youth outside so if they've got a particular hairstyle dress a certain way drive a certain car use certain devices they will target them they will harass them even kill them iphone yeah. no be gone no oh iphone isn't a gun i don't understand it's crazy what it. they're like, doing out there. and it like, reminds me of our elders like our elders even here like, oh, oh look at your hairstyle you've got dreadlocks you've got beard your beard looks like snails like it reminds it's me of, of idols here and i feel like they have to unlearn that because look at what it's caused asap look at what it's caused. everything but protection is what they've been doing and it's it's really sad yeah. that even in a world where we're we're, we're quote-unquote food mm. to other races mm. like other races diminish who we are yeah we're diminishing ourselves it's like we're it's like you don't catch a break it's hot you don't catch a break and it's heartbreaking <sighs> just gotta just take a deep it's breath sad. i'm telling you because this week is <laughs> for something else so obviously after that during the protest they said they're gonna disband quote-unquote disband the <laughs> size but obviously on the low, they just separated them Swats. and put them under the SWAT, yeah, so under the police force. So now fast forward to the 20th of October, 2020. It was a thing where I think people were still protesting and then I uh, think um, curfew was put in place. They put a time, isn't it? While first. they were protesting. While they were protesting. While they were outside. Imagine. So they put, they put a time the first uh. time and then they pushed it to 9 p.m. But before it even got to 9 p.m., the government brought in soldiers and also SARS, DJ Switch. Yeah, yeah she's, she made us know that obviously SARS was there as well. So they've mm. not been disbanded after all. They came over to Lecky and they just killed people, shot people. Wait, wait, before they did that, mm -hmm. supposedly, yeah. supposedly, I just put that on <laughs> allegedly. record. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> they cut the cctv yes that's this one is fact it's, it's fact they cut the cctv they turn off the light yeah like yeah this is like i was saying to my brothers this mm -hmm. isn't a dispute anymore yeah. this is warfare oh. this is like they cut they cut the way out they said you guys are trapped here mm. with no light mm. and there's no evidence let's go it's warfare. It's madness. It's warfare. It's madness. Obviously, in, in the world, we we'll, we'll also see what happened. For, as I said, DJ switches lives. So people just getting shot, killed. They're trying to save them. We're using a flashlight. I said, what? Uh, I saw I saw people. Can we get graphic here? Because I saw tweezers. Okay, yeah, yeah. I saw people trying to pick out bullet, like oh, shells with tweezers, I've like burning tweezers. It was yeah. crazy. It was crazy. I literally. saw people trying to perform CPR. Yeah. They've never done any medical yeah. experience a day in their life. No. Just blowing hot breath. Ah, let me not even get into that. Blowing hot air into people's mouths. It's just sad. Probably making it worse. It's sad. It's sad. So <sighs> after that too, so obviously that's happening. I think it happened all the way to the next morning as well. Mm. And they, what is making it even more annoying for us and people there as well is that the government trying to deny it, hide all evidence. I'm like, who do you think you're playing with? Like, who do you think? Like, <sighs> and it's crazy because the same people that were trying to claim that it was photoshopped it was photoshopped how do you photoshop a <laughs> like, does he even know what photoshop worldwide. is oh they're trying to insult our but they're actually showing their in the process of insulting us like it was actually what? disgusting and it's like so how many other things have they lied to us about that there hasn't been any proof i even thought on a global scale like if this is nigeria they imagine the western world how they've hidden certain things imagine. from us like i feel like we've been so protected especially in the western world from all this stuff that obviously as you said seeing it for the first time, all the graphics someone's head being blown open uh, there's no mercy there's none. no mess there's no consideration for, for human life they're trying to protest for their human rights that's the only thing they're not trying to kill anybody nobody's it's asking peaceful. for then you, you think that they're asking for the world nah, right now all they're asking is ridiculous for justice justice that's all they're asking that's for it. and they said nope no. nope you're not nah, nah i don't fancy giving you imagine it's, it's so sad how do you feel obviously just seeing all the videos see just knowing about what's going on in nigeria i know you're nigerian as well i am nigerian yeah yoruba boy yes come you're on. about man actually come on me? king even <laughs> king even yes um mm -hmm. but 
honestly, honestly, I feel like I didn't know how to feel. Mm. That's the honest truth. I yeah. feel like there's a lot of outrage out there, granted. Yeah. I have family out there. Yeah. But I still feel like, like you said, I'm mm-hmm. fortunate to be in a position where I can rest my head and forget about it for the eight hours that I'm sleeping. Yeah. Like, there's people in the thick of it. Even if I say, yeah, I'm Nigerian, da, 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 I, sh- I should feel what they feel. Yeah. Okay. But I'm still not in the thick of it. Yeah. And I just didn't know how to feel. Yeah. I was upset. Yes. That my people are reduced to, 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 to a scenario like yeah. this. Like, I don't think I hear of any... <sighs> correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but have you ever heard of maybe Ghanaians mm. doing things to, like this? To, obviously, this, what's happening in Congo? Yeah. Like... Yeah. God, please intervene. But like, I, I haven't ever seen any other nation yeah. be treated in this way. Yeah. And it's very upsetting. Yeah. Like, how can I go around sh- like proclaiming, yeah, I'm Nigerian Niger with pride. Yeah. And then all of this is happening. It's yeah. like, do I, I don't even know how to feel, to be honest. Like, I feel like on my end, obviously, just being African. Okay, first thing is this. You don't have to be black, be African, be Nigerian don't to have feel. To be. But just seeing my people, because we've gone through so much this year, like... In, in our country here in America hmm. so to see it happen back home where our parents are from it's just heartbreaking I feel like for me I just felt very helpless like we're, we're using the hashtag NSARS we're, we're donating where we can all that kind of stuff but is it enough they feel like oh god is there more I could do because you just see people just die left right front center and as she said a DJ switch she said um, by the time that her phone died she had counted 15 people as if she did just die but I think you can only imagine how many people died even after because it was dark oh there was gosh. no light there was no light there was no light and the fact that there's no accountability that's what's upsetting my soul because like uh, I, I, I just don't know what to say that's what <laughs> I'm saying don't know like, what to I, say. I feel like at this point I'm tired yes. and I'm lost for words yeah like yeah, that yeah. is and that's why like even during mm. the week I had to take a break I had yeah. to I went off to Cambridge for a week yes yeah, so, I mean for, for the day yeah I'm um, just to unplug yeah because I feel like we all need to please if you're listening to this please yeah. take time to unplug because like yeah. I said we haven't ever been through this type of so mental challenge. So much trauma. Oh Lord, have mercy! And then even when that's happening, they're talking mm. about free school meals. But let's not get let's oh, not get into we're that. Gonna get to the bit. We're, we're gonna get into the bit. Uh, that's another one to talk about. Because oh Lord, I'm gonna get God angry. bless get so Marcus Rashford. Because oh, listen, right big now, shout out to him. Big shout out to him. <laughs> Like speaking of shout outs as well, when it comes to what happened in, in NSARS, big shout out to everyone that's protesting first of all. Like Everybody. you guys have put your life out there and I'm, i promise it will not be in vain. Jesus' name. That was just been existence. And also DJ Switch as well, because she was targeted, she didn't even know she was targeted. Superhero. <gasps> DJ Switch she is a switch. superhero. Forget Diddy. Forget God all forbid. of those. This, people. We'll get into those, those riffraffs uh, in a bit. But literally, huh. DJ Switch. Nah, may she live long. But listen, may God guide her. Amen. Because what? Because obviously she spoke about how someone jumped behind her to protect her from a gunshot. I just said, wow. Wow. Like, just, it feels like a movie. We've not seen this kind of thing before. We have. On this level. It's even though new. it happens, we have, we've been so sheltered from it that yeah. we, to see it, we're like, whoa. And obviously to see it in a graphic way, whereas videos. And I think at the same time, people are saying, oh, I put a trigger warning, which I understand. Mm. But at the same time, too, very good Nigeria trying to delete all evidence they're trying to take away the, the shells from the guns all that kind of stuff yeah. delete all the footage as you said tons of lights and all CCTV footage was, was cut off I said what? wait Manny can I just stop you for a sec there's one thing that you, you said twice what? that doesn't really sit right because you said that we've, we've been protected from it mm-hmm. and we've been sheltered yeah. from it those two words, mm-hmm. I feel like, are the wrong words. We've been lied Yeah, to. okay, that's true. Yeah. We've been yeah. lied yeah. to every single day yeah. of our life. Yeah. Because they're not protecting us yeah. by not showing us this. Yeah. 
they're actually affecting us. They, they, yeah. They're not trying to show us what's happening to yeah. our people behind closed doors. Yeah. And I just want to, like, just because, like, I'm I'm tired of giving the government mm. or people in power yes. the benefit of the doubt yep. for absolutely for for, for 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 looking for ways to control us mm. for looking for ways to <sighs> that's no, all I got. It's, it's heavy. It's heavy. I agree with you on that. I agree because we we've, we've been hoodwinked, led astray, hoodwinked, like, hoodwinked, led astray, bamboozled. Like we've oh. seen everything happen. I'm just like. How can the president sit comfortably and say, "Oh, the people in essentially mind their business," and, and say, trying to threaten the people? Oh, like, if you do it again, listen, we'll kill you. Like, how how can one sit down so comfortably and say that and get away with it scot free? Like, it is ridiculous. Like you and, said, there's no accountability. No accountability. And whatsoever. that's one of the things about the third world that really, really upsets me. That yeah. we have so much potential, yeah. but there's no accountability. Yeah. Because someone said that our countries are not are not underdeveloped. It's just wrongly Over, structured. Yeah. Isn't it? What's your thoughts on that statement? 100%. Would you, would you rephrase that or expand on that? How, how do you feel about that statement? I feel like that statement is... Ve- I, I feel like the only thing that may be underdeveloped, so the only thing that I would maybe question is our, our understanding yeah. as a people. Yes. Mm. There was a live that I watched and um, I forgot... Um, who 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 was hosting it? But she was basically explaining how it's crazy how in a time like this, people mm-hmm. are saying tag Diddy, tag Imagine. CNN, tag. Yeah. It's like you're looking to the wrong people, wrong for, people. for help. Wrong people. You're looking to the and you're saying, oh, I've spoken to this person. I've spoken to this person. These yeah. people have no no influence in in the matter. Like, why mm-hmm. are you involving? Mm-hmm. I feel like the whole. Is it white superior? Yeah. Um, um, like white savior complex. Mm-hmm, 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 like mm-hmm. that is an issue, yeah. and I feel like that is 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 what we've been underdeveloped in. Yeah. We haven't been able to break past the the mm-hmm. the, 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 the bounds of understanding yeah. that. Wait, we can't look to those people for help because yeah. those people are part of the the the, the reason why we're yeah, oppressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have to look within, and yeah. I feel like we need to. I'm not saying that education alone is the answer mm-hmm. but I feel like that is definitely a step in the right direction yeah. but let's go off what you said as well so obviously we saw a lot of conversation about people calling out Beyonce we've got Tiwa oh Savage gosh. who called out Beyonce and obviously we saw Sweetie going live one of the oh, I forgot his name the artist let me see if I can find it so what were your thoughts I'm looking for the guy's name what were your thoughts on people calling out Beyonce in particular because obviously she has Black as King which did not only just use um, black musicians who use their voices but also yeah. black um, Nigerian yeah. creators who were like doing the lighting videography editing what were your thoughts on people calling out Beyonce even her mom's reaction what were your thoughts on all that stuff um I feel like people need to just leave her alone <laughs> why I say that I'm not saying they shouldn't call her out but I feel like to expect yeah. because what happens is they expect these people to talk mm-hmm. with sense yeah but not everybody that is a celebrity has sense oh yeah oh, <laughs> so true. it's like it's you expect them to say something and they say something and, and then it's like this year has been an eye open when it comes to that oh, this my year goodness. my eyes have been hmm, no but one I thing I found eyes. funny what? I can't lie was when Cuppy was saying oh. that oh. Uh, I blocked her you know I said real? smile I don't want to see her <laughs> on my screen like how can you post a picture of yourself with tears on your face and you're pouting oh no Jesus please no but no when she when she said that ah uh, I might be breaking behind the scenes you guys don't know everyone's telling me to speak up and everyone's saying but when you have Ferrari when you have all this stuff you want to speak up Sarasuke speak up because it's true like people decide they pick and choose when they want to speak up but I feel like people like Beyonce granted she's proven many times that she works behind the scenes but I do feel like in a situation like this being quiet 
can cause more mm-hmm. destruction than yeah. it can cause good. Yeah. And I feel like being quiet, mm-hmm. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like being quiet is a way of them protecting themselves. Yeah. And absolutely. that I can see in a way being selfish. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, when Black is King is around. <laughs> me, I just feel like I understood it. And obviously, mm. I think if her publicist didn't come and speak or her mom didn't come and speak, people have left her alone. Because obviously, we know that she's a quiet person by nature. She I just works behind the scenes. But I think her publicist coming out saying that, oh, she's working behind the scenes. I mean, she's aware of what's going on. Yeah. But she seems to be silent or be silent in her approach about it. Her publicist was on smoke. And she made it oh, that, that, so that, much that, worse. That, she's that good when it comes to keeping secrets. Long. But speaking for Beyonce, I don't think she should do it again because I think it did more damage. It's even to her than good mm. but i was like you know what the reason why i feel like she has to speak of course as i said as i mentioned before yeah. working with nigerian artists not just black artists but nigerian artists like Jonah boy tiwa savage yeah me day or as i said people behind the scenes as well so you, you had them to use their voice for your project so i think it's obviously time it's only right to mm. also use your voice at the time like and it was people. strongly influenced by the yeah. nigerian culture yeah like strong, strong. like if you, even the attire like, yeah oh. a lot of it and even um, <sighs> i know they went to um i, I forgot what they, they went to a hut Mm-hmm. Um, it's not called a hut, so please, like, um, <laughs> excuse my grandma. Yeah, but um, she went like I remember, and that was taken, or I believe it was mm-hmm. kind of influenced from the Nigerian culture. So yeah. it's like not only is it she's taking from African culture, mm-hmm. but she's quote unquote benefited yes, directly from the people that are being oppressed at this point in yeah. time. Yeah, that was my issue. But then all that. of a sudden, Disney Plus, Disney Plus, Disney Plus. <laughs> but you know what? Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me start. <laughs> this is a class money show. We, we speak our mind. We speak our mind. Because it's like, yeah. speak up if you're going to speak up. <laughs> and don't just speak up when it benefits you. Yes. Speak That's up. That's my issue. Yeah. That's but but I feel like some people are working behind closed doors, but it doesn't give you an excuse to still not speak yeah. up. Yeah. This is a thing where we wouldn't have known about it if it was for social media. Exactly. We've got a case where obviously people are aware so you can be quiet and work behind the scenes. Even yesterday, I had to speak to my supervisor at work. Mm. He's like, oh, what's happening with Ansars? I had to let him know that it was not just the f- seven people that was mentioned. It was many more people God forbid, that seven. died. So people are very misinformed. So I feel like it's very important that we use our voice. No matter how small you might think our voices are, our voices are not small. If it can even reach one person, it's not small. At all. You know, so I just feel like it's just very important that we use our voices. Sweetie went on live with the artist Omar Lane who obviously witnessed what happened. He spoke about what happened. I think as life was happening too, it was being a message saying that um, he's being threatened as well. So it's just... Omale. It, yeah, Omale. Is that how you say it? Omale. Yeah, I think Sorry. so. So I, I come in westernized of his own name. Omale. Who do I think I Don't worry, don't worry. When no. in Rome... <laughs> Tell you. When in Rome. I'm proud of those that have used their voices. Obviously, we saw some of our, our favorite influencers mm. use their voice in the wrong way possible. <sighs> I would even say the name. Let me, this is my show. I can say what I want to say. Mm. Shelly Bianya, I, I could not believe what I read. Yeah, How bah. can you defend? Yeah, They're like, I said, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Went to New York, not you. <laughs> no. I was so and because we were all rooting for her. Like speak my head just a few weeks ago, then Mo Chucks. She kills me. Big shout out to Mo. <laughs> Big shout out to Mo. The tweet said, Where is Shelly? And then when, obviously when she tweeted all her nonsense relating to oh SARS is over. Well, that's a lie. Look at what um DJ um Switch said. It's far from over. Mm. So obviously Mo quoted her own tweet saying, Well <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love Mo's I comments. Love Mo, man. I call her Mo Slims. <laughs> no, Mo Slims. Nah, no, like, yeah, nah. <laughs> She's come a long way since Mo Chunks. <laughs> Honestly, so it's just crazy how people are using their voices or not using it at all or using it to spread misinformation but and I feel like that's why it's important to take the opinion of people on the front line like yes. why are you listening to someone Imagine. abroad not even in the same country yeah. they have but like but the funny thing is that she's in Nigeria that's no, what made it worse but she wasn't there. on the front oh, like yeah. she wasn't outside yeah. 
if she was outside yeah. with it, it would be different. Mm. But I feel like, like we need it's to, ridiculous. we need to. I feel like we need to give, um, we need to give power to the to, like. It's not mm. equal. Like, yeah. DJ Switch's voice and um, this influencer's voice. Yeah, they they're coming from two different perspectives. Yeah, I'm not saying that DJ Switch's voice should should should, should be taken as as fact, mm-hmm. but I am saying that. We need to understand that people on the front line have a, a better perspective, yes. at least of what's happening yeah. live and direct. Yeah. You feel me? If there was a fight, mm. don't ask someone that was sitting at home <laughs> about what happened at the fight. It's true. Yeah. Ask the people who yeah. was involved in the fight. They yeah. might not know everything, yeah. Yeah. but they will know more. Yeah, it's true. My perspective. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked a question on this on social media about our parents and their reaction to what's been going on. If a lot of people talk about how a lot of our parents have become like desensitized to what's going on in the world because of what they have witnessed ah. growing up, you know. So what's hmm. your thoughts on that? My mom's WhatsApp chats is blinging off. Mm. Like like the, the, the group chats. Yeah. Ah, the mess the fours I'm getting. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, ah, these aunties are really they, they've mastered their own corner of social yes, media I'm telling you. they've mastered their I'm own corner you. and i feel like it, it's so crazy how even our parents are seeing people get their head blown up blown like, up like i didn't want to say it because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to really believe it didn't happen nah, but it it's, did it's, it's surreal it's, it so did. It's about, unfortunately this is some people's realities that I, I don't think we ever forget this one. 2020 has just been a year of unforgettable, tragic events. And I feel like we're just never going to forget it. It's very crazy. It's crazy. It's, they, they coined it the Lecky Massacre? Yeah, Massacre, yeah. yeah. And, and do you know what a massacre is? I think another one is? happened last night, I think. That's what I'm reading as well. It like, happened last night in another area in Nigeria. I said, what is going on? I just oh. I just can't. But big shout out also to Feminist Co- I forgot. Is it Feminist Collision? Feminist Coalition. Yeah, Feminist Coalition. Big shout out to them for just... <laughs> using their voices as well because these are people that were there they witnessed what happened want to make an impact as well I, I, they're based in Nigeria right mm-hmm. yeah, they're based in Nigeria and as you well. can donate in Bitcoin yeah, um, because everyone I think they're not taking any more donations I feel like the, what I love about them is that they've been so transparent about where they the money is going to I how much they, has yes, been di- yeah. disp- like um, what do they call it how much has been given away yeah distributed yeah, yeah distributed yeah. Yeah. Yes. and then how much is left like yeah now nah, it's, it's accountability no, I'm is everything I'm so proud literally our leaders <laughs> even some people in this country as well I'm not going to say platforms no free promo <laughs> but <laughs> some people could really learn from this as well because even the governments like uh, before we go into the latest releases let's talk about what's going to Africa as well because Ghana um, yeah. Ivory Coast Congo. Congo I think there's two different things going on I feel they're killing people for their resources to make phones like something like Apple, Apple, Samsung. Mm. Hey, let me throw a spin in the works for uh-huh. now. Right now, we both have iPhones. That's the thing in our pockets. But I don't know if I can be renewing anymore. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I was gonna say, has this news changed your like? Are you more susceptible to now change brand, or do you That's feel like? Thing. And no, no, no. Actually, no, no, no. Big question. I need even a drum roll for this. What laptop do you have? I use HP. Okay, you're not a MacBook. Okay, okay. No, I don't use MacBook. You're not a MacBooker. No. Okay, all right, cool. But we still got the iPhone, so we're yes. still, we, we still iPad even. Ah, okay. So you're multi, <laughs> you're multi device because Apple users are normally multi device. Yeah. So you're multi device, yeah, which, is, which is which yeah. is, and I just feel like there will always be a problem as long as we use mm, these devices. As yeah. long as there's demand for yeah. it. Mm, even mm. they, ah, Apple with the 12 Pro Doesn't saying make no sense, charger. Look the same. Saying no charger Car. was disrespectful. Yeah. And people are still going to get it. Yeah. Like how much disrespect are we going to continue to tolerate before we yeah. say, you know what? 
This is out of pocket. Out of pocket. This is, the, the accent, we're going to get to your accent. Uh, <laughs> you, this is out of pocket. Where is he from? But we're getting to that in the interview portion. Oh, yeah, portion. I should have said that earlier. So, no. We're getting to the interview portion. We'll talk My about all things Abraham. <laughs> 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 no, but it's just sad what's going on in the world. We've got in Ghana where there's child trafficking going on. Mm-hmm. It's heartbreak, as I said. Being Ghanaian number one, but also just being black and just seeing what's going on in the world. No, Trigger no. warning. We're going to talk about sensitive topics such as rape. So if you don't want to listen, please skip about Good two minutes, three minutes in, and we can continue further. Also in South Africa, they're saying here that it's estimated that at least 40% of South African women will get raped once in their lifetime. Oh my God. It's just, it's heartbreaking. How can you, like, how like how how does it feel to be a woman how? growing up in, in <sighs> and this is a quick thing on rape, because yeah. this is something I learned about rape the other day. Did you know mm-hmm. that it's actually not possible for a man to get raped mm, as in that, yeah. like i didn't know it was a law that a man couldn't get raped yeah, it's crazy yeah. how like how these things are fact yeah but it's not explained like mm-hmm. i feel like this should be a part of sex ed mm-hmm. listen <laughs> i feel like it's not only about having sex that should be explained yeah. it should also be about the misuse of yes. sex but topic for another day mm-hmm. back to the south africa topic yeah i feel like it's very upsetting to for someone to have to live in a world where forty percent, four zero. That's four in ten. That's four in ten. It's heartbreaking. I'm just signing this whole podcast yeah. because that's how I feel right yeah. now. This week has even been even Liberia as well. Side. The same issue when it comes to sexual assault and rape as well. I'm like. Just our like our continent, not our country, but our continent. Our continent, the motherland, oh the motherland. Nah. I was even saying, I was like, in the previous episode, I said how, like, in our country where we were born, as in the UK, or, you know, case we were born in America, right? I was born in America. We were born in America, there's so much issues going on there. So, think about, okay, our home back home is our safe haven. That one suit is even worse. Like, you're being targeted, you're being abused, you're being just taken advantage of because of where you're from. The crazy thing about Ghana is the fact that they can tell if you're not born from the country. Like, mm. So, you're, you're a Western boy. Do you feel like... The answer is to go back home. Like, because a lot of people are saying, you know what, if the UK don't want us, if Europe yeah. don't want us, let's go back home. But it's like, even when we go back home, mm. just like you said, people are looking at you like, okay, he's gone in, but yeah. he's not from here. Yeah. He's Nigerian, but he's you. not from here. Yeah. Like, can he speak the language? And then it's like, do you feel at home even when you're at home? I don't even look at, even when there was a question about would I go back, the answer's uncertain because here is a mess. <laughs> Toronto people <laughs> are getting killed. America have got a horrible president right now. Mm. Like back home, there's so much issues. Like the, you just got to pick your mess. Sword. Like so mm. I don't know, but we shall see. Like, I think here is what we're quote unquote used to. So yeah. we'll see how things go in the next five, ten years. Because even like just living on your own as well, like financially, mm. uh, that's a whole other thing in itself. Adulthood we is, shall see. is. We shall see. And then the last one to talk about is obviously our, our children in this country. So. There was a whole debate. I don't understand. How can they debate about free school meals if they deserve it? They put it up to a vote. They said (laughs) it's it's something that should be an option. (laughs) They said, do you know that most kids only eat at school? Yeah. As in, Mm. in the morning, they leave hungry, they go to school fed, and they sleep. Yeah. Most kids eat at school. Now you're taking that privilege. This and this is the this is this is this is a first world like this is the Western world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and this isn't, I'm not talking about one borough. I'm not talking about one city. No. This is yes. hundreds and thousands yes. of people, of, of, of kids, yes. 
across yes. the nation. Yes. I saw a video going around from MP to Taiwo. Taiwo. Taiwo Owatemi. Just hearing her voice break, Ash, was just begging. Even I must, I can't imagine my childhood without free school meals because like, our parents are working. In my episode before the last episode, I grew up in a single parent home where my mom was always working. So mm. she relied on free school meals so she can 100%. go to work. And also make sure I'm also fed as well. So imagine. And you have siblings too. Oh. Like, that's the thing that people don't understand. <laughs> that because me, my mom will probably give me like two pounds. Yeah. And that would hold me down the whole day. Yeah. But if I had, to, if I didn't have free school meals, no. then I wouldn't be able, that, that no. two pound probably wouldn't no. have even stretched no. on the, on, on my lunch alone. Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? And it's like, okay, let's say even if the parent can stretch yeah. the furthest to give their, 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 their child five pounds to take mm. the school to buy lunch. Yeah. Now you have three children. That's 15 pounds a day. Yeah. Um, 15 pounds yeah. some of you guys complain about tfl that's 15 pounds a day you feel me and that's just on lunch alone yep. you still gotta buy them clothes yeah you still gotta buy the uniform yeah. you still gotta buy the and it's the, not the, cheap the, as well uniform it's not is cheap extortionate prices still like, gotta buy ridiculous. the kickers yeah you still gotta buy so it's very upsetting that these mps do not I, you know what? I'm not even shocked. <laughs> like I feel like yeah. I, I feel like when I the more I think about it, it's like how can you expect someone that hasn't faced the issue yeah. to see how really real the issue is? Mm. These MPs probably don't yeah. even know I'm what privilege. Don't even understand. Wait, free school meals? Like I'm not saying they don't know what it is, yeah. but I'm saying they don't know how helpful it can yes. be to a household. Yes, that lunch money budget for their children is probably yeah. changed to them. Because what's so crazy is that we're in a pandemic. Millions have lost their job due to um, the pandemic. So people are saying that they should rely on universal credit. Listen, I was under it last year. That thing will just cover a phone bill and maybe like a bit of another bill. Like, But it can't, like, for, especially for families, it's not going to do much. Stretch, it will man. not do much at it all. It cannot like, stretch. I said, last year, <laughs> it opened my eyes. As I spoke about on, on social media, I was like, listen, last year, being under universal credit, going for unemployment, it was a humbling experience. Like, I, I listen, I think before that, I was never that kind of person that would judge anybody, but even going through that afterwards... <laughs> your, your sympathy listen, I, levels have risen. Yeah. I'm just praying for everyone in this Western world, back mm. home. Listen, change must happen. I just pray that with time, things will get better. But uh, the reason our voices now, I think that's probably what's different, especially in a different way of obviously social media, other people are protesting here as well. We've never yeah. been as united as we are today. Oh. This year has been something else. Obviously, when George Floyd passed away to Mbele Majinga, there was also protests then as well. <sighs> so I feel like we have to use our voices more than ever. More than and it's, it's sad how, how this isn't even using our voice to get an edge on people. Oh. <laughs> this is just using our voice to... <laughs> To just be seen mm. as not even equal, I feel like, but it's, but even asking for for just 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 see, see us and have respect for yeah. what you see. Yeah, yeah. And they're saying, <laughs> I'm shaking tables. Yeah. I don't I, I, like like yeah. anywhere I go. If I believe in the cause, I'm speaking on it. Yes. I mean, absolutely. if I'm not speaking on it, I'm working on on, on something. But like, that's just me. That's just my body, and I just feel like everyone should should stand up for what you believe in. Because yeah. if if you don't stand for anything, huh? then you just die for nothing i'm telling you so it's going to end that portion of the episode here before we get into today's episode don't forget to use the hashtag tcm show to let me know your thoughts on twitter don't forget to leave a review and to rate the podcast on apple podcast to share the episode again use the hashtag tcm show if you're enjoying the episode and we're not going to go into our classic faves and we're going to switch it up. So in previous episodes, we've spoken about albums, singles, artists. As we're also now in the building today, we're talking about styles. So I'll let you start. What is your favorite style? Something that's maybe like a 
classic that you love? Nalu to the road and Come back, on! first and foremost. You got to put yes. that out there. So what do you love about Nalu? <laughs> Before we get into that deeply, obviously, what, yeah. what's your favorite thing about Nalu, style-wise, the piece that you make? What makes you love? See, the thing about Nalu, like I said, not, I feel like Nalu's my baby. Of course. So it's like, with Nalu, <laughs> like, it's hard to choose a favorite kind yeah. of thing. But um, I would say that right now, like, I just love our approach to mm-hmm. to what we stand for as yes. a brand. Yes. I feel like our approach is very different. Our pieces are very yeah. different. Yeah. Even though they may seem like, okay, they're simple. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, like, our silhouettes are quite unique. Yeah. Um, and true. even the way we deliver it yeah. with the campaigns. Ooh. Um, the Yo. emergence campaign was the most world of gnarly. Most world of gnarly. Make sure you follow and look at it. Listen, huh, the greatness right there. We're gonna get into that in a bit as well in depth. But listen, Amen. he's speaking facts right there. Amen. So I would say um, that's probably like my favorite aspect of it. I, yes. Like I love the whole creative direction mm-hmm. aspect. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. thinking about a concept yeah. um, and getting some models out, getting a photographer yeah. out, photographer out, and really executing that vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's my favorite part yeah, of what, but not Lewis. I love me an all black because I think all black. All black, I right love now. all black. All black, everything. It's something that you can obviously dress up, dress down. It's something they can do with casual style, with your formal style. I also love me a denim on denim. Like my mom, do. my mom, <laughs> a denim hat. What age? What age? What age are you talking? I was like, I was trying to find a picture for you. I was like, age four. You have the whole archive. I know you got. You have the photo albums <laughs> on ready. Literally, I had the hat, the jacket, the jean trousers. <laughs> See, you know when you do like double, triple mm. denim? Yeah. Is it is it the same shade? Or do you feel that, like... Oh my, I've got a story time because I was in uni. Okay, <laughs> was let's ago. go. And we saw a guy literally mm. come into our class and the shade of denim that he had on, obviously the darker um, shade of um, denim has now come back in trend. Obviously you see Fenty, obviously they've got their pieces where you're like dark. So, but this one was mixing like with dark. I said, sorry. <laughs> it's yeah, And it, I feel like it just rubs that your eyes the wrong way. Myself. That's me with my denim hat. Wow. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a denim cat like this <laughs> denim. denim cat, denim jacket, and denim no, and, and no, 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 your mom went ham because the fit. Like I, I love the, I love the baggy. Look. I love <laughs> it. I love it. And I, I love it. About my forty last year, so I think that was baggy. Like it might have been my childhood. Are those Air Force Ones? <laughs> I don't even know. Well, no, your mom got you right though. No, regardless, no, literally. Regardless, and you're smiling too. You knew. You knew. You knew. <laughs> Byb event as well. I wore denim on denim, so it's something that is timeless. You can take it along with you. Like, obviously, we've seen Will Smith and Fresh Prince wearing it. Like, I, I love me denim on denim. It's such a simple but effective look. What I, about I just said, for winter looks? Like, because for, for me, I would mm-hmm. say like I love, I love me like a puffer jacket. Oh. I, I still working me. on that as well. I see. Nalu's coming. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's a little bit of me. For real. Because I love your puffer jacket. I was just thinking, you know what? There's the trench coat. Yeah. There's maybe like the yeah. Letterman jacket. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many different styles, but there's nothing like a puffer jacket. Oh, that one. A good old puffer jacket. It can take a basic look. Look and... To mm. a whole other level. Like, oh, yeah. Like, this Sora one, this, Suke. <laughs> Speak up. Literally, you can just wear, as I said, all black. And as I said, I, I saw the color you're working on. <sighs> I saw, just put that one on. Boom. We're cooking. We're <laughs> like, cooking. Red carpet ready. You can literally go to red. You can go to a wash or like on a regular awards. It's That's the thing I, about the puff, look. The thing about the look. puffer jacket is you can throw a hoodie under and it could just be a casual, just yes. warm look. Or yes. you can really dress it up. Yeah. Like a puffer jacket is one of the most versatile oh, winter pieces I there is. It. I love it. I and I'm definitely going to pull out the Uggs too, but we'll get Come that. 
the, the puffer jacket with the Uggs is, is yes. the Uggs or the Tims. Mm. I, I, I might just yes. switch in between, but those are classics in itself as well. So 100%. The Tims, like, they're classics too. A hundred percent. Ooh, ooh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> did you see what Jimmy True did with the with the Tims? Let me the, see. I've not the seen bejeweled it. Let me Tims. See. Hey, they Let put me see, they Jimmy. put rhinestones. Let me see. That might be disrespectful for, for saying rhinestones, <laughs> but I know they're not real diamonds. Let me see. I haven't seen it. The Jimmy True Tims. I've seen the sure. price. Is it this one? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> he found it. Three thousand pounds. He found it. Jesus he found it. Wow. But that's quite stunning, you know. You like that? I like that. See, that's the thing. But <laughs> I can't. But what Tims are used for? Mm-hmm. You can't wear them as Tims. <laughs> Like you can't wear them as like Tim's. Hills, like, like skater boots. But even hills. like even if you wear them like in the snow, like yeah, they're ruined. They're not really practical. They're not practical. But no, I mean, as, yeah. the thing I learned about fashion mm-hmm. is fashion actually isn't practical. Mm-hmm. Clothing. So style yeah. is how you wear it. Yeah. Clothes is what you wear. Yeah. And fashion is how what you wear changes over time. Yes. So yes. fashion isn't hey, supposed come to be. Come on, Sonali <laughs> gems. <laughs> You're not like I've I've been really really. I feel like it's very important to learn your craft absolutely um, from from a professional and like mm. educational point of view oh, yeah. when you're starting these things um even though I might not be the only fashion designer yeah. in Alu for the rest of the the, the whole term mm. um mm. but it's very important to still understand yeah. that facet of it yeah um, true. but yeah no nah, I mean I guess they made it for people like you, like that. that like I don't. I, I, I really would don't I wear like it. it. I don't think so. But <laughs> so you can appreciate. I, I, I see the vision. Okay. <laughs> you know, I feel like speaking about practicality as well. I remember like last week for the first I did. But I saw the shoot though. The shoot was dope. Oh, thank you. That was a basic boohoo man. <laughs> basic boohoo man. Literally. So literally, I just wore a light Word. shirt, jacket, thing with t-shirt. It was cold. <laughs> it was cold. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I will leave the house. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, this week. This, wait, what day was that? Because this week. This was last been... week. I think this time last week. Was it? Saturday. I was near the time last week. Sat- yeah. No, Saturday last week was, was brick. Saturday? It was brick last it was week. Cold. It was brick. But as Cardi said, hold never get cold. Hold <laughs> 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 never get cold. <laughs> word to Cardi V. I'm going to have to take your word for that because I, bund- I bundle up. I bundle up. <laughs> I bundle up. I can't. No, I see. I, I think you're the king of layering, though. You, you know how to layer. I think I'm trying. The pieces, I love that you can layer. Listen, aha! Thank you. you. Kind of brown wear. 100%. And now, you compare this one with that one. The but do-rag, the new rag, not do-rag. The new rag. The new rag. The new rag with the pieces that the color coordination. Oh, I love me some color coordination. Now you do. You We're going to get into that in a bit, though, obviously. We're going to go into Nate's releases, then go all about you and your brand now, Lou. Let's go. Your journey. So... I want to go into late releases quickly. Talk about my thoughts on certain songs that have come out over the past week or two. I'm going to start with Steph London's oh. Can't Let You Go single. Okay, so for me, before I go to you, listen, people that know me will be like, you're talking about Steph London on your podcast? You're really talking about her? Because <laughs> she's had a very interesting journey. I love her music, but obviously her as a person, she said some certain things in the past that has made everyone give some side eyes. Mm. But I heard this song, and I was like, first of all... Michael Mullele. Hey. Oh, nah, I said she the Burner Boy influence, she, she's in she, love. She, yeah, she tapped in. She, <laughs> she tapped in. Tap, 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 tap. tap, tap, tap. <laughs> <laughs> She tapped in for now, real. Now, what's your thoughts on the song, Can't Let You Go? One thing that made me laugh, mm-hmm. right, is when I saw someone said that people were complaining that she tapped into to the Nigerian Keep culture. Day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> she was in her back. For real. For real. And, yeah. like, they were saying that nobody was complaining when her <laughs> when her hubby was doing Rasta Pasta. But now that she's doing Jalof, people want to complain. <laughs> I said, you know what? It's true. I feel mm-hmm. like listen to the music for what it is, yeah. and it's a it's a 
dope song. It's a dope song. I feel like, like I've not loved a song from her like that in a long time. In a long time. I think her time. and me was the last one that I really That you really... Mm. Of course. Now that one, she's giving us vocals there. She's literally in love. Like, you can tell she's actually in love from this, how she's delivered her vocals on that one. I think that's you hear the lyrics? Actually, I mean, yeah, well... Because she was talking about mm-hmm. anywhere we are, let's listen, we get it wherever. Listen, and that's a mood. <laughs> <laughs> that is a mood. I, I get, we see each other. We see each other. <laughs> like, I love a song that literally explains how you are when you, when put you it down on me <laughs> and I only do nah nah she ain't him she ain't him nah so obviously she said that her brother Dachevelli obviously that's his name right isn't it yeah Dachevelli yeah. so he um, encouraged her to release this. I never know even her sibling until recently <laughs> I was very late on that you know me nah but so. you know what even like I feel like it's not something you put two and two together yeah. like you have to be told mm. I, I feel yeah. I feel yeah it's true I know we talk about his project as well so I will allow you to talk about that as well Nah, Dutchavelli right now, he's been really he's mm-hmm. been really cooking up yeah. in the streets right now. And 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 I love how he's maneuvering. Like he's 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 partnering with these artists like um H. Mm-hmm. Um he's I've seen he he did a um, a recent track with Millions. Yes. And I just love how I love a family full of talented oh, yes. stars. Yes. You feel me? Yes. And Dutchavelli is probably someone that people might have counted out. Mm. Um not like they might have seen him and thought he didn't have longevity. Yeah. But right now he's proven that he has he has yeah. more yeah. in the holster than you may you may yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing successful. And I, I just love the fact that a brother and sister can be doing yes. amazing things in two different spaces. Yeah. It's not like she's really put him on. Yeah. Like Dutchavelli yeah. was I heard he was Dutchavelli before mm. even Steph was yes. like so nah, I just love yeah. I just love what's moving in um his song. Um with millions mm-hmm. the video was dope yeah. um and i i know i just really like the vibe for real that's true going back to what you said about even siblings being in the same industry i can only imagine how tough it is having to build your own name out of your sibling's name all that kind of stuff like jen jackson and michael uh, she had to work hard to obviously make sure that she had her own identity and beyonce as well it took her a while to get to that place where she can release a, a body of work which is now time to, i see at the table oh it's crazy and I see at the table is my jam like no, <laughs> i love that album so much. it got me for union all these assignments oh a timeless body of work so and even if said, you look at the, the local the local like um stars when i say local i just mean in the uk well, like skepta as well isn't it? skepta i was yes. gonna talk about the adenugas yes. you feel me the yes. the julies the jamie yes. the skepters and what a fun um, dynamic right there and it's similar where like Jeremy has had his own lane, Skepta mm-hmm. has his own lane. Even I don't feel like I mean you may know them as brothers, but mm-hmm. you don't say that. You know, oh, I yeah. didn't know myself until recently. Is it I'm so slow. You didn't I'm, know. I'm the slowest person on earth. <laughs> wow. I knew them as individuals, but yeah. I didn't really know and that's the power right there. If people can know you as individuals, what's your family? Yeah. There's power there. It's like, a plus, I love that, literally. Mm. I love that. So the next song I want to talk about is Kelly Rowland's Crazy. So that's one of her first songs. In the world. She's actually, I'm lying. She released Coffee, which I spoke about in one of my old episodes. Mm-hmm. That one was not really a favourite of mine. But this one, I love to give me disco vibes on a summer, you know. But obviously, <laughs> modern, modern day on a summer, to be honest. <laughs> she's rapping and everything. I love for her, but I think with Kelly Rowland, I've been open about how I feel like that like, she's not really been consistent because she's had a very good career. Like she's gone into EDM. Like she literally, so she can go into different genres with ease. Like that's mm. something like, that's her bag. <laughs> she can that's like, talent right there. Different genres. But I feel like there's just probably issues, maybe like labels and just being consistent. But this one, I love the vibe. I love lyrically. I think it could have been better. Mm. I feel like it was quite 
thing. But obviously, the song is lovely. It's a, it's a vibe. Yeah, crazy is it. a vibe. It, it's yeah. one of those songs you can just cruise in a car and just just, just have yeah. it have it on play. Yeah, for real. The last one to talk about is hers recent single as well called Damage. Mm. So she has also been around for a long time. We love her for her EPs. I used to know her. And obviously, the Volume One and Two, which became an album. Mm. That's the last one I heard from her. And I also got some singles here and there, some features too. And someone sticking. To be honest, I don't think they were sticking. I did love. Is it due to me? I think is it called due to me. Let me make sure I've got the right title. I'm always second guessing myself. Let me. Ch- oh, sorry, I breathe one way right there. <laughs> Gucci. Let me go to her. Let's see. Is it due to me? I think it's called due to me. Hold up. Yeah. Oh wow. Guess yourself. Yeah, you, yeah. Because you keep getting it right. <laughs> you keep getting it right and. Trust yeah, yourself. I love Do TV though. I love it's got the um what's that song called again? The um, thing about Kanye always samples. Is it What a Bam Bam or something? That's what's a Bam Bam, yeah. So mm. it samples that. I love that. Beautiful song. But other songs that she released, such a slide, I'm not really into it. But this one, it has depth. It has mm. weight. I love it. I think it's a good I think it's probably like her first official single for this new era. Oh, wow. I'm excited for this forthcoming album. I'm excited for her. I feel like she had a lot of buzz mm. a while ago. But for my issue is when people have that buzz and I don't think it's utilized. Oh God, I hate it. I think for someone that just loves seeing people make use of a moment, like Ivorian though, she had a buzz and she went, shoo, she just went straight into it and made sure that she tapped into it. So now, you know, I just want her to just make good use of the, the title that she has now and it's her name being up as well. I feel like with, with certain artists, it's to do with, the, the the love for the craft. I yeah. feel like some people and labels too. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I feel like there's a correlation between people that love the craft, yeah. what it is. Yeah, and I feel like those people might be the ones susceptible to getting roped into bad deals mm. oh, because they don't yeah. know the business behind yeah. it. They just love this making the, the music. Love for the art. Yeah, and I feel like because of that. I feel like that might have a big play with um, consistency because I feel mm-hmm. like you have to be in them when it comes to creating. Yeah, and I'm just saying this from like a like a fashion angle. When it comes to creating in any in any um, industry or any facet mm-hmm. of life, you have to have a clear mind yeah. or at least a mind that can process things. Yes, because some people process their best creations out of anger. Yeah, but emotion drives some of the most best like creativity. It's true, and I feel like. That's why these people might not be dropping. But I don't know them mm-hmm. um, personally, but yeah. um, I do know that there's a correlation between people that really love the art. Yes. And she does sound like a very oh, talented of course, person. Of course, she's doing this for a very long time, so she knows what she's doing as well from mm. an artistic point of view. But obviously, I feel like obviously labels too have to make good use of their artists. Like this is different way that I know she's under a certain label that I know Georgia Cat's under as well, Normani, Scissor. I think Bryson Tiller's under it as well. The thing where I feel like they had where they can't like multi-manage different artists at the same time. They're always yeah. like one at a time, like one shine and then okay, when they've got a little bit, they go to another one. So yeah. they go they to wherever the budget, they go to yes. wherever the budget can, can stretch. Yes, I'm like, just really hoping that they get it right because this is a good time for her. Like, this song's been well received so far. So hopefully they get it right. I didn't Ooh. put it in your notes, but yeah. I got <laughs> But there's a latest release there as well. So nah, that's is. not about the Navy it Collection is. for Nalu. Before we talk about that, because yes. there's one thing that you, you mentioned and mm-hmm. you did mention music. Yeah. Bryson Tiller and Kalani. <laughs> <laughs> she wow. said they're just friends. This one, they were in the shower as friends before they did that. <laughs> she- <laughs> They were in the shower as friends for the dinner. She said boy. just friends. When I saw that, I said, you know what? Nah. I'm going to start really processing <laughs> friends of, of people that I'm with because... Hmm. What's a cop like me? Hmm. <laughs> now, for me, yeah, I just feel like 
boundaries. I, I don't think we know what boundaries is in this day and age anymore because this <laughs> before that as well, a thread was on the Twitter and someone was talking about how they were so close to their best friends to the point where they showered together. I said, shower together? <laughs> That said, not even me. That's again, I cannot shower with, with my friends. Well, off but that's not happening. It's not happening with my partner. Like, if we're showering together, we're in a relationship. That's it. We're not nah, showering. I feel like that's that's a different level of in- intimacy. Nah, I, can't. I feel like even one night stands. A lot of oh. people can't have like a one night stand in the shower because that's a different level of intimacy. <laughs> now this is friendship. See, friendship. no, but at the same time, to be mm-hmm. honest, at the same time, mm-hmm. I feel like if their partners or mm-hmm. who they're interested in are okay with it. Let them rock. So, but they're better than me. They're so much better. <laughs> you saw that kiss, right? Which one? Um, the hey! That was a chop. It was like <laughs> they were chopping this as if I said, Kalani, <laughs> baby. I love, I love this. It's not to bash her, bash Bryson. I was like, wow, though. Like, y'all get really close. They, they were saying that she put her finger on his lip and that's what she was kissing so <laughs> I don't know but that's what I saw no but from the angle that I saw I don't think there was any finger I didn't see finger <laughs> all I saw was mwah, mwah, mwah. I said no nah. for me you know what yeah this reminds me of even no air the music video apparently Rihanna was there when Jordan Sparks and Chris Brown filmed the video I said listen I'll be there too I'll, I'll be there. watching in the middle like this <laughs> like, even I, I will give yeah this time you'll make it uncomfortable <laughs> but her, his baby mama his girlfriend I think the fiance Bryson Bryson I think Girlfriend, boyfriend, or fiance. Sure, you know. I don't know the state of the relationship, but she's better than me. She's a very strong woman because for me, I, I don't have that strength. Listen, but what I about right now. Um, YG? Is YG still with K? No, no, no. I think that one. Yeah. Okay. He, I think he did some fan. He cheated. So, okay. Okay. Get into Navy collection before we get into the thingy. So, the Navy collection for Nalu. Um, this year, we decided to take fashion from a different angle. Yes. So, a lot of like fashion brands mm-hmm. or fashion houses yeah. um they normally release clothes in seasons mm-hmm. as soon as the pandemic hit we realized instead of us kind of changing all of our plans to invest in a summer collection because yeah. yeah. we already had it planned we already yeah. had the pieces like designed mm-hmm. but instead of us shooting a whole new campaign yeah. and selling a whole new approach mm-hmm. we decided yeah. to take one collection yeah and repurpose it for different seasons. Yes. So this year is basically elements. Yeah. So we have four different main colorways, which mm-hmm. is navy, mm-hmm. um, khaki, yeah. red, yes. and black. And yes. each one stands for its own mm-hmm. natural element. So yeah. navy, water, mm-hmm. khaki, earth, yeah. um, red, fire, and black is air. Come and see concepts. Concept see. galore. When are, when are these brands doing concepts? I'm telling you. you know? I'm telling you. Like I feel like we're really... like. But 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 we're learning how to approach it from a different yes, angle. Yeah. So what we decided to do is, okay, in each season there's pieces mm-hmm. that are very staple in that in that yeah. season. For yeah. example, we spoke about the puffers. Yeah, the puffer jackets is of winters. Mm-hmm. So I thought, why not take one concept yeah. and repurpose it for mm-hmm. each season? Yeah. So recently we dropped the the navy collection. Yeah. Which will have all the pieces, all the silhouettes. Yeah. But it's the water element mm-hmm. for the autumn to winter season wow. um and that's what we just dropped and it involves a new rag it involves a mm-hmm. uh, nalu face mask too yeah. it involves the nylon tech jacket and mm-hmm. then the nylon pants and, and where we, can they get it they can get it at the world of nalu.com that Come is on. the world of oh, nalu.com and n-a-l-u the world of n-a-l-u that is a fact <laughs> and then our, our like in, socials are world of nalu yeah 
That is good. Love that. I love that. I got the, the email. I was like, wow. I was like, come on. Come on. <laughs> nah, the, one thing I just got to get on air is mm-hmm. I appreciate you so much. Because oh. from the first day, you've oh. been rocking with Nami. Oh, listen. <laughs> and even, you know what's, you know what's actually like made me even like tear up a little bit inside? Oh, that's me. Is oh, when me. You, t- you spoke about being on Universal Credit. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing your name on the order list. Oh around those times so even I when remember, you was yeah. going through those yeah. moments yeah. you still was like nah like i rock Aww. with this piece so i'm a copy and that i appreciate with my whole heart man oh listen that's the support because i've seen your journey from the beginning from the beginning and i'm just so proud of how far you've come so we're going to get into that right now actually before we get into your journey we're going to talk about where you're from obviously the accent so you clarify that this is not pretend but this is real accent from from the from the diaphragm from the vocal cords so let people know who you are where you're from before we get into your journey so i'm a nigerian Mm-hmm. first and foremost that's where i'm from yeah. i was born in the united states of america staten island new york Come to on. be exact um i lived there for a lot of my life mm-hmm. and then i came here went to uni yeah. um and then been living here ever since so that's oh. kind of my journey so it's like some words you hear like yeah. has very strong british influence mm-hmm. um because obviously as i like if you expect my, my accent to be crazy like <laughs> it's not like that yeah. like to be honest like people don't realize i actually sound like three things actually there's certain <laughs> times where i have nigerian twangs in my, yeah, in my, in my yeah. speech but people yeah. don't pick up on that they mainly pick up on the on the accents they're not really used to hearing yeah, yeah. which is the american, american when i'm yeah, in the uk because when i'm in america they say oh yeah you sound like you're from the uk wow. so it's crazy it's crazy it's but true. that's 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 me that's i love me. that it's time to get into your journey so obviously i got to see your journey from the for, the beginning so the beginning, yeah, let people yeah. know about your journey to content creating before you got into fashion <laughs> so first yeah. we started off with, with, with youtube and content gonna creation. record for this for the snaps and stuff so continue <laughs> um first off we started off with um youtube mm-hmm. and we started off with av vlogs and that was a way for me to express myself through video mm. so i feel like what i needed was a form of expression because i felt i felt like there was a lot about me that was bottled up that I needed to just let out. And I felt like being at uni, sometimes Mm -hmm. there's, uni can get very clicky sometimes. Oh yeah. And I feel like I just didn't want to express myself with people. Let me find people online and express myself. So that's how it started. And then I realized, wait, this is actually a very healthy Mm -hmm. form of expression. The only thing is I didn't know what I was really talking about. (laughs) Like every, every video was, would be a different video. Then I started Mm -hmm. doing uni videos and then I started playing the the algorithms, you know, you know, like when you start making videos because you know, it might just trend trend, and all that type of stuff. But what was at the core of it Mm -hmm. was, the whole point of expression yeah. and making videos to express myself. Mm-hmm. Now we transitioned into fashion because yeah. I realized that fashion is one of the best forms of expression oh, yes. you can Absolutely. ever have. Absolutely. You can ever have, because if you look at, let's get stereotypical. If you look at someone that is considered a goth, mm-hmm. if you look at what they're wearing, you can probably understand that, that that's who they are yeah. or that's who they, they mm-hmm. believe themselves mm-hmm. to be. So when I realized that, Oh, the way people dress yeah. isn't just by coincidence. Mm. The reason why you wear all black, yeah. there's a reason yes. behind that. Yeah. The reason why someone might wear colorful clothes yeah. or might wear like a polka dot dress. Yes. A polka dot dress, you have to understand, a polka dot dress in fashion is one of the most pivotal pieces because mm. it's so polarizing. Yeah, You feel me? So when I understood that fashion 
is linked to expression. That's kind of what led me to go into Nalu. That's amazing. Because it was just about expressing my souls in different mm-hmm. forms. Yeah. AB Vlogs was video, mm-hmm. Nalu's through fashion. Yeah, that's and then amazing. we got some more coming, but... I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited. So you spoke about expression. So how has fashion allowed you to express yourself as a man, as a black man? How has fashion helped you to express yourself? Fashion allows me to be who I am yes. without saying a word. Mm. I'm on TFL. You look at me and you can probably tell he might not be from here. <laughs> like UK people don't really wear new rags no, yes. or do rags. Yeah. But I'm wearing a new rag. So I'm even wearing the step above. Yes, you know listen, level up. Level up. Level <laughs> Come on, Sierra. <laughs> um, so it's like, I love the fact because I feel like mm. a lot, it's, it might be a little bit of a side note, but a lot of miscommunication comes mm-hmm. from not understanding who that person is before yes. you before you commu- yeah. um, you communicate yeah. and i feel like i just learned to and one thing i learned about being a man is there's no one way to be a man absolutely hallelujah and that's what i learned about being in fashion because it's like some people think oh you gotta wear the track suits you gotta wear mm. but it's not always about wearing track suits yeah. that make you a man yeah what about the people that wear actual suits mm. So I learned that there's different types of men um, and there's different ways to show. And sometimes you're just in different moods. Yeah. Like sometimes if you're in a professional setting, you go for one way. If you're in a more kind of relaxed yeah. leisure setting, mm-hmm. you go a different way. So that's how I kind of learned um, or grew as a man yeah. through fashion. So take us back to when you decided to obviously transition between content creating and obviously becoming a fashion icon. <laughs> so let us know. So how was the thought process like? Was there any like fear? Was there anything? Because obviously you know you started one thing of content creating and that's yeah. what you're used to. So obviously yeah. you're stepping into this thing. What was your thought process at that time, especially in that specific moment? For me, the reason why it was so easy for me to do is because I don't feel like I transitioned out of it. Mm. I feel like I added it to my yes. holster. I felt like they're both two things that I'm involved in now. Not that I'm spread. It's not like, oh, I feel like I'm half in one and half Mm -hmm. in the other. I feel like I'm in both, both of them work to to complement each other. The only thing is right now, I haven't been posting videos on on the channel that much, Mm -hmm. but ultimately, AB Vlogs is going to be the journey of Nalu behind the scenes from Abraham's point of view. Content, I've seen the vlogs as well recently. Yeah, as well, so I, I have dropped true. some recent vlogs yeah. that that have shown like an insight into what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's good. Um, and it's about showing people because mm. I feel like we go so hard with the concepts. Yeah, it's only right to show people yeah. how we make that happen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like one thing that really stood out to me is someone asked, "Imagine seeing Michael Jordan in the gym mm-hmm. before he was Michael Jordan." Mm. I feel like now you get to see Nalu or Abe Abraham. Mm-hmm. I don't really because. <laughs> Me and Nalu are two different things, so I just yeah. need to put that out there. Okay. But imagine seeing Nalu before Nalu yeah. in its infant stages. Mm, yeah. And I feel like that's what we're going through now. That's amazing. And I love that. Yeah. That. And there's been so much growth as well in this time. How does it feel seeing this growth, people being so receptive to your stuff? How does it feel? Honestly, sometimes it's surreal. Yeah. Sometimes it's so surreal. Like the other day, we, we, we sent a thousand face masks to Nigeria. Wow. This is before NSARS. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, maybe actually a yeah. week before NSARS, wow. which is crazy. Like how God's it tallied plan. up God's is plan, all crazy. Literally. But um, we sent a thousand face masks um, to Nigeria to, mm. to help combat COVID relief. Yeah. And it was mainly prioritized for single women mm. um, or like maybe women who are yeah. widowed. 
Mm. Um, people that we saw that were maybe vulnerable um, because, or not single women, sorry, single mothers, yeah. because they have dependents and they have people that they need to take care of. Yeah. Um, but the reason why I mentioned that is because mm. who thought a brand with 1,400 followers mm. could help a thousand people yeah. back in their motherland in a way that we have. Hmm. It's kind of, it, it really showed me that it's not about how big you are. It's about how much you care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That creates impact. That creates impact. I always impact. say, listen, people always say, oh, I have to get to 50K, 100K. No. Yep. There's people that have 50K and don't know what to do with it. <laughs> they have that following and they're just there for, for no reason. But there's people that have 1,000, 10,000 that are literally making impact. I think that's something that I'm so proud of you for because I've seen your journey. And one thing that you've maintained is your humility. You, you know how far you've come. Like you've yeah. worked hard to get to this position. So you never do anything to jeopardize that or forget that. Like you always allow that to motivate you as well. So Can I be honest? You. I struggle sometimes. Mm. I do struggle sometimes. But you're human. And yeah. And I, I feel like what really helps me is the fact that I, I believe I was told before Nalu started that Nalu isn't for me mm. and it isn't by me. It isn't by the works of my hand alone yeah. that it's grown to okay, be what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So I always try to remember God's grace is involved in mm, it because amen. that's what's brought us this far. Yeah. Um. And even the whole story of how even is named Nalu. Yeah. Like a lot of people are I was thinking, just about to ask. <laughs> a lot of people are thinking. <laughs> that's my next question. So Nalu basically is Hawaiian. Mm -hmm. It comes from Hawaiian um, 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 heritage. Yeah. And the word translates to waves. Mm-hmm. So funny story, I was watching Moana, mm -hmm. the cartoon, <laughs> one of my favorite movies in the world. I love that. Don't judge me. No, I'm not um, judging. Listen, we love, our, we love our cartoons, but we love our cartoons. One of my favorite movies, like I, I, I stand, I yes. like when people see me. Did I you pay for it when Moana. it came to Disney Plus? Um, it's all that came to Disney Plus, right? Yeah, no, yeah, it did. did, it did it? It, no, 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 that was Mulan. Oh, see, I'm mixing them. That was that Mulan. Was yeah, my life. that was Mulan. And I'll mix the two. <laughs> me. Next, let's continue. <laughs> uh, Moana is the one. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but it's no. the one about the girl who basically mm -hmm. doesn't feel like the island that she's on. Let me actually go, guys. You're talking about it. Yeah, if she doesn't it. feel like the island that she's on is 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 supposed to be where they the her be all and end all. Oh. Yeah, it's like, how can I get those two mixed up? <laughs> no, it's the M's. It's the M's. And it's, the M's. It's, it's, the, it's the women, um, yeah. like, is it protagonist? Mm -hmm. It's the women main characters mm -hmm. with the M. Yeah. It's, it's understandable. It's um, but Moana, like, after watching Moana, mm -hmm. I believe, like, the name Nalu hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm -hmm. That's why I always say that Nalu was born mm -hmm. because I don't feel like it took me time to think about it and mm -hmm. I didn't send people names and thought, oh, what do you guys think? Yeah. I, I had a dream one day mm -hmm. Of waves, I woke up and obviously we wanted to start yeah. with do rags. Yes. So waves, do rags, they made okay. sense. So once I had that dream of waves, I started translating waves, and I think I watched Moana the day before. Yeah. And then the whole story of a girl who wanted to see beyond the horizon yeah. and and venture out. I feel like that's my life. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's that's always been my life. The fact yeah. that I was born in America, Staten Island, New York, and all of a sudden I was in Leicester yeah. studying at university. Yeah. The two doesn't. What do you study? I forgot. I studied economics. Come and see, and it's actually beneficial to what you're doing as well. It's you know, so <laughs> it's so beneficial. The business side. We don't, is we don't understand so how beneficial. beneficial what we study in education sometimes really helps us in our day to day, even in our passions too. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, and that's um, so. Nalu basically means waves, mm -hmm. but 
the word nalu is more than just the water, the mm. waves of the water. It's more to do with the balance yeah. of the sea. Yeah. So the way the waves move back and yeah. forth, mm. because waves in itself, there's a science behind waves, but it's to do with the balance of the yeah. sea. So the world of Nalu is the world of balance. Mm. And I feel like we'll bring balance to this world through fashion. Mm. Yes. And on. that's kind of what we're about. We love that. So what is the brand's ethos and values? Because you spoke about how you be able to use your power and no, the power, your power position, your, what your influence, what you've been able to accomplish to also help people back home as well. Yeah. So what is the brand's values and the ethos? Like what what makes you love Nelly so much? Because I said it said it's something that is a part of you. It's, yeah. It said it, it's not you, but it's a part of you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. So me and Nalu are two different things. I'm a part of Nalu, but Nalu isn't a part of me. Like mm. Nalu is bigger than me. I'm yeah. just a a, a, a piece to, to yeah. the Nalu puzzle I love that and for us you, being united mm-hmm. is, is, is our is our end goal yes. we want to create a world of balance and the only way to create a world of balance is to unite yeah. people of different cultures races beliefs mm-hmm. to understand that we have yeah. one thing in common not only one thing but we have things in common mm-hmm. that we can stand together and, and represent together and um through that, we, we 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 believe that it's about showing people for who they really are, mm-hmm. rather than trying to make people conform to one way of living. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of how we approach a- anything when it comes to Nalu, because we, we might take a model who isn't the conventional caricature of what mm-hmm. a model is supposed to be. Yeah. So she may be a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. It may be a heat. Yeah. Or he may be a little bit skinnier than the average model, mm. but these people are still people. Yes. Like any of us. And how many of us are can fit the 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 the, the, the um conventional ca- um caricature mm-hmm. of a model? Yeah. Not many of us. Yeah. So I'd prefer to show people what they could potentially look like, yeah. or people that don't look conventional mm-hmm. can still look good. Yes. And that's how I, I, I intend or I we that. intend to bring the world together. I love that. And that's what we're about. Starting a business is not smooth and easy all the time. So ah, what are the not. risks that come with that? Because obviously we see a lot of conversation about businesses. People are, a lot of people trying to start businesses. A lot of people. But people don't realise that when it comes to being a creative, starting a business, it's not just about how you start, but how you continue. So how have you been able to go through the risks? Or what, what were the risks, first of all? How to get through them? And what has allowed you to actually still survive today as a, as a business, as a brand? If I'm being honest, respectfully, I feel like it's about the person behind the brand. Oh, hallelujah. Yep. And I said brand, not business, because I feel like there's a difference between the two. I feel like Mm. a business is made mainly with the objective to make money and profit Mm -hmm. or to maximize revenue. But it's normally they they have metrics that they follow whereas a brand is about, like you said, Mm -hmm. values. It's about what you believe. It's about creating something that's that bigger identity, isn't it? yeah yeah um and that's the difference between the two but i feel like when it comes to starting a brand i feel like you just need to know what you're in it for yes and Ooh. because the thing about a lot of people say oh you need to know what you need to do you need to have a six-month plan mm. okay you spend six months making a six-month plan <laughs> now the six-month plan is probably outdated yeah. because you haven't started it and then now you want to start again yeah you never get nowhere. Mm. You have to you have to have an idea mm. and then you have to be willing to pursue that idea until you've exhausted all yes. other like options and only then can you say, you know what, I've tried. Mm. 
And I feel like that's all you need. Yeah. I feel like people say you need money. The funny thing that people don't understand is I actually, to, to raise finances for Nalu in the beginning, mm-hmm. I actually, because I, I, I've always made websites and started businesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. I actually sold Black Panther merch. Wow. To start Nalu. That's a lot of people don't know. Like I remember mm. I was selling um Black Panther phone cases. Mm. Um, I sold... Don't judge me, guys. But I sold never, um, never a bracelet wow. that had a cat on it. Wow! But the cat kind of looked like a plant, a panther, and it was black. Mm-hmm. So I said the back, back <laughs> the bracelet. <laughs> but at the same time, I did get, I did give disclaimer saying that it wasn't official um, Marvel mm-hmm. merch. I think um, Black Panther's Marvel, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it wasn't official Marvel merch. Yeah. Um. So it was fine. Mm-hmm. But you just have to be willing to find a way mm-hmm. to make it work. Yes. I didn't have any silver spoon. I didn't have a trust fund. I didn't rate have to have to have investors in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I I sold Black Panther merch. I think we did a thousand a week. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. the, the first day actually we actually made a thousand pound like Come the on. first twenty four hours, and then we did a thousand a week from then. I think mm-hmm. at the end of it we probably had about six k that month. Wow. Um, and then that was just off off that. Um, and that's what we used to to mm-hmm. go into. Um, Nalu and yeah. start the foundation of Nalu but That's I don't amazing. even think you need up to 6k to start mm-hmm. a brand or business yeah. um, I feel like you just need to have an idea mm-hmm. and you have to just be willing to follow it mm-hmm. as far as, as, as you can see yeah. and even further past where you can see as far as it can go yeah it's true so and I want to go into customer service and getting customer input because that's something that I've Nalu does it so effortlessly. I even saw the other <laughs> day you're asking for the input about pricing when it comes to puffer jackets. Just just want to have their input. So why is that so important to you? And what could people, other brands and businesses learn from customers? Brands need to realize without the customer, who are they? Mm-hmm. Amen. Without your community. People who forget are that. You? People forget that. The Nalu community <laughs> is what makes Nalu who it. Yeah. That's why even in the Nalu mag, we always try to credit anybody who's ever given an idea towards the final product. Yeah. So last year we made um, Nalu Technoline gloves for mm-hmm. winter. Oh yes, I remember um, that. And what I decided to do is instead of me creating the gloves with the with the Nalu team that we have, mm-hmm. I thought it would be better for le- to let our community create yes. the gloves but then we also thought you know what i can't have a thousand people <laughs> trying to give ideas for one so it was very hard to to, to, to kind of understand how we're going to do that mm. but we ended up picking 10 people yeah. who were always willing and enthusiastic about nalu who wow. always involved so they understood yes. what we were about yes to design these gloves That's and we beautiful. asked them a variety of questions and stuff and we appreciated them for who they were mm. and without them like i said we wouldn't be anything mm. They're the people that buy from us. Yeah. They're the people that share our posts. They're the people that talk about us. Yeah. So because of that, we thought, why not put them at the heart of who Nalu is? Yes. And I feel like every brand should do that. Honestly, when you look at brands like Debenhams who have really struggled in times like these, like House of Fraser, mm-hmm. these brands are are more so businesses. They take a business approach. Yeah. They're just selling to you. Yeah. And once retail went out, it's starting to die <laughs> so did their so did who they were yeah and i felt i feel like brands need to understand that the customer is is your lifeline mm-hmm. the customer is your lifeline and until you understand that you'll continue to struggle yeah 
Amen to that. Amen to that. So when it comes to designing, how do you aim stuff out of the box? You talked about silhouettes earlier. Yeah. How do you aim stuff out of the comfort zone? Because you obviously know there's obviously competition there. There's other like trends or that kind of stuff. How do you aim to just focus on just creating designs that represent the brand? 100%. What we like to do is start off the concept. Mm -hmm. Like I said, this year was Elements. I love that too. But one thing that I, like one collection in particular that I want to speak about is the Court Collection. Yeah. So what happened was last year, summer, um, around maybe around let's say May mm-hmm. or April um, I was thinking what can we do for summer mm-hmm. I know obviously that's late normally you kind of make a collection like months in advance mm-hmm. but we're still we're still getting the hang of things <laughs> and we try not to be seasonal anyway so yeah. we don't kind of feel like we have to make it in January yeah. for anyway fashion is timeless to be honest fashion is timeless fashion is timeless um, so when it comes to that collection what was happening around that time was things like Wimbledon mm-hmm. and then we were looking into like Wimbledon culture and and all these stars that we know of like Serena Williams yes. and Venus Williams and then we were just thinking okay cool what kind of concept about life yeah. can we draw from tennis yeah and then we understood about the 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 power of of, of the black woman in mm. tennis and then I, I came across that and then we kind of started studying it a little bit more and understanding why is it that a lot of the tennis players that I can mention mm. are black but then only like 5% mm-hmm. of tennis players are yeah. black. Mm-hmm. So that means that the tennis players that are playing and are black are like the top of their class. Then yes. once I realized that I was like, there's less of them, but they're the best yeah. of the best. So there must be some, mm-hmm. something something mm-hmm. interesting here. Mm-hmm. Then I started looking into it and looking into how like tennis is like an elitist sport. Yeah. So we draw our influences from the current times yeah. and then we kind of look for how it can relate to anyone's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the, the the overcoming of black women in society is something yeah. that is prevalent across the nation, across the world even, yeah. um, and something that everyone can relate to. So that's kind of where we draw our our inspiration from. Mm-hmm. And then I spend, we, when I tell you I spent hundreds of hours yeah. watching tennis videos back from no, all the you're way so invested i just oh. love how that makes me so happy that's just, that's, someone that's just loves branding oh yeah God. i that injected <laughs> that's all i like to see just people that just research it's the people underestimate how important research research is understanding important. what you're getting into because that's how people always get into situations where they enter i don't understand okay in certain concepts you might be going to different cultures you might be yeah appropriating so i just love how you research in the point that you make sure okay that's not going to happen there's going to be no appropriation here mm-hmm. but actually understanding the purpose behind what we're doing why this collection exists exactly. I love that is oh god exactly. I'm, I'm <laughs> I love it I love it <laughs> no it's important like it's you important. said it is and I feel Damn. like people relate to your collection more yeah. when there's more truth behind it oh yeah so the court collection was based on tennis, mm-hmm. and we thought, okay, so the how- one that had uh, Manny Ade as the as the fingers. That is the one that had Manny Ade. Podcast asks Manny as well. Go listen to that as well. Shout out to Manny Ade, <laughs> my brother. For real. Come on. Um, and yeah, no, it was, and we studied what was worn across mm-hmm. time because, like I said, fashion is the study of of how clothes has changed across time. Yeah, um, true. and we studied the different kind of um um. Mm. Uh, like unique aspects of tennis outfits that are different to to what we'd wear on a normal day. Yeah. Um, and that's where we get our silhouettes from. Mm. And then we kind of tailor it to the modern times. So we don't take 
the we don't take the Odin or the 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 what do you call it when it's native of the time? Mm-hmm. We don't take the like the retrospectiveness mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah. But we make sure that it's relatable in the times that we live in. Yeah. Um, and which that. we did with the with the te- oh. tennis whites with the with the stripes. Yeah. That's kind of like conventional of Wimbledon. Yeah. And Wimbledon is the like one of the most popular yeah. tennis tournaments yeah. in the world. Yeah. So we, we we take a concept and then we just grow it up from there. I love that. I love that. So what is your thoughts on, or what I should say, what are your thoughts on fashion today? Because obviously we see how it's very <sighs> trend-driven <laughs> in yeah, general. Yeah, no, it is. So what are your thoughts on fashion today? First off, I just want to say that fast fashion is killing the world. Oh, can not people chat. <laughs> fast people. fashion is killing the world yeah, in many elaborate ways. elaborate on that. From pollution mm. to child labor yeah. to just expectations yeah where someone can expect something a t-shirt to be less than five pounds (laughs) someone can expect a whole dress to be 10 pound 50 because it's 50 percent off yeah but you have 50 percent off 298 days of the year Mm -hmm. crazy but the thing i don't like about fashion right now is that a lot of people have been given a voice with nothing important to say Mm. <laughs> so it's like they're just I been given we've learned that this year as well we've learned that this year in so many ways we like have it's, just, it's we? crazy we have it's crazy and it's very upsetting to see that people are you know what it's not upsetting because i feel like people invest into fast fashion because it's convenient yeah it's cheap yeah and you get you get choice yeah but that's one thing I don't like about fashion. Obviously, there's the styles mm-hmm. in the fashion houses that there, there is the question. But <laughs> before that, I feel like the problem is with like things like fast fashion. It's mm-hmm. things with maybe the consumer not understanding mm-hmm. the value of clothes anymore. Mm-hmm. And that is really what I, what upsets me about, about the times that we live in. But I also am I'm loving the fact that Right now, we're in the rise of the like the small businesses and yes. and the, and 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 the boutique brands yes. and the the indie brands yeah. because we're getting a lot more creativity out yeah. of fashion now. There's a lot of people that are dropping crazy pieces. Mm-hmm. Like the silhouettes are insane, yeah. and then they're getting endorsed by celebrities mm-hmm. months after yeah. opening. It's kind of like. If one I can mention, even is it Far Ride? I'm saying it right. It's Far Ride London. Far Ride London. Yeah. I was I was speaking about. Loud, uh-huh. Was it loud brand? Uh-huh. The one like I think it has a kind of like a fish netting type of um um upper um, mm-hmm. um and basically it's the one that Kylie Kylie Jenner wore. Like I just love the fact that right now we live in a time where there's a lot more creativity and people are willing to just take their creativity and yes. do something with it. I do feel also though that <laughs> not every stylist is sh- sh- or not every fashion designer, sorry, mm-hmm. should make a brand <laughs> because I feel like. There's people that can design clothes, but to have a brand is a whole business. Obviously, they can employ people. A whole other responsibility there yeah, as well. They yeah, they can employ people. That's there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes they might make one dress mm-hmm. once one season, yeah. and then might not know what to do the mm, next. That's true. And it would have been better if maybe they partnered up with an already existing brand. Yeah. Oh God. You feel me? And then <laughs> like I'm not saying they have to become a worker of that brand. Mm-hmm. Talk to the brand and partner yeah. up. Yeah. If if you like what they're about, partner up and be a fashion designer under that brand so you can really 
create mm. like you want to create. Yes. Um, I feel like that's definitely important because there's a lot of people that they've made good pieces even since starting all of the, I've seen fashion designers come and go mm. and we've been only two years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy it's to crazy. see them yeah. come and go, mm-hmm. and we're only two years old. Yeah. Like, I, like just deep it. Yeah. I want to touch on what you're saying because I, I think there is power in working across. I think people don't realize that people, like, people are always starting little businesses here and there. Whilst these times they can work together, together. see all these fast fashion brands stealing from all these companies. Whilst yeah. these times you can just work together, collaborate together, make amazing pieces, amazing pieces. And but I just feel like it's just a lot of greed in the in the fashion world. I'm guessing. I think that's what separates Nali from the rest of them. So mm. keep on doing what you're doing. Never change how you are. But my last question for you before we end this episode is: obviously, you've had the opportunity to work with NSG, for example. Yeah. How is it? styling artists especially in the UK and what do you think about style for UK artists or UK creatives because I have my opinions <laughs> but I love they got to work with NSG I, I love how they fit oh Papi Avs as well hey god Avs like I can't that lie Avs like, I, I love it, it just looks so man. different to anything that they put on before so let us know your thoughts on that experience and your thoughts on style when it comes to even artists the thing I love about NSG personally yeah. is their Nigerian and Ghanaian yes. heritage yes yes um, and also, I love the fact that they're young and not afraid to be different. Yeah. Um, and express. I feel like I love how they express. They express. Ex- I love oh, how you use that word because that's what. Before you even see them in person, or, you can, or you, before you can hear the music, you just you see in the fashion. Mm. <laughs> you see it there, so it's powerful. One hundred percent. When I make a little night of fire, then <laughs> for real, like when it comes to when it comes to who they are, I feel like they were. They they're approaching that kind of opportunity mm. was unique yeah. in the fact that they're already open to mm. new yeah. n- new designs or mm. new brands yeah. or just dressing in a new way so important so i feel like because you asked about the uk yeah but in terms of them mm-hmm. like i really appreciated the opportunity yeah. because we dressed them for i think three, the tour, isn't i it? think it was three shows yeah um, out of the tour, and I think we have we've had our pieces in two of their music videos. Yeah. Wow, so it's quite widespread at this point, and mm. we've also had the opportunity to um, um, style Afro B for a, a show he had in wanna. Germany, <laughs> for real. And oh, that was through Felicia Brown. Shout out Felicia oh, Brown. I love her. Love Shout out Felicia. Like, like I I really respect her as a yeah, stylist. Um, and when it comes to the UK artists as a whole in their <laughs> style. I feel like you know what I don't blame them I feel like a lot of them grew up in areas where they talk about the fashion houses we're not even gonna give them any any, any play oh, yes. the fashion houses but it's like ah uh, double G this and and all these different brands and I feel like they need to understand that even though that, that might be what they looked up to that might not be the best way yes. to always dress yeah. and I feel like once you understand fashion you start to understand that that actually isn't even a good way to approach it. And I feel like a lot of people in the UK just need to be exposed to that. Mm. I don't feel like it's their fault, basically. I feel like the way they dressed is subpar, but it's not their fault. Do you feel like stylists have a part to play? Because I see stylists put some of these artists in the most... Huh, questionable pieces I've ever seen. I say, hey. but like, <laughs> I feel like if I was going style, yeah. <laughs> you never know. One day, you never know. I think it's very important to understand the person you're working with. So, like their their, their personal style, number one, yeah. their body type as well. What actually 
like fits the essay anywhere or yeah. what makes what enhances certain things that don't want to be enhanced. Like <laughs> I think it's very important to study that. I feel like for me, I know my style, I know certain things that might fit perfectly or things yeah. I might look, I'm not that tall myself. So if I go and yeah. wear the back ears or things like I did it for a photo shoot and that was fun, but as a day-to-day style, I think really it's a little bit risky. Like I'm just looking like someone that doesn't know what I'm doing in my life. Mm. It's important to know what like, I love my skinny fit or slim fit because it it suits the figure. You know, mm. it's just, so it's very important to know your style. I think it's very important. I think even artists like, find that style for themselves and even express it with their stylists because I think a lot of people don't like being told what to do, even from like a stylist point of view. Yeah, but oh, this, this is my job. Good, good, good. But very important to collaborate. I think that's the issue. It's just I, I, I brought I, this in, put it on. That's it. This that's 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 what I was collaborate. gonna say because I feel like a stylist should not be choosing the outfit before the shoot mm, mm, like you need mm. to have pieces, pieces. and then and, and tailor it well. yeah and then tailor it to how yeah that person's aesthetic yes. is yeah and i also like i don't feel like maybe the person's personality should be considered mm. a lot i feel like maybe be considered but i don't feel like it should be used to, to as like a decider yeah. as to what to put them in yeah because there's been some outfits that I wouldn't expect the artist to look good in, <laughs> but then the slider said she did quite well. Yeah, yeah. The slider said she did quite well, yeah. and um, I think there was a, a cover where um Jay Huss was on, mm-hmm. and he was wearing some clothes that I wouldn't ever see mm-hmm. think to see Jay yeah, Huss in. Yeah, and then he even talked about it. I think he was wearing like a cowboy outfit mm. or like a cowboy hat at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like, oh wow, like, <laughs> <It's a> wow. <laughs> like oh wow. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I, I feel like you're right. I feel like um styling is an art mm, oh yeah and it's not something yeah. that you can just learn from a textbook and no. think that you have everything no. down packed you have to be able to understand that okay this this girl is of a certain shape and size mm-hmm. so putting her in a piece an outfit that might work for her might not relate to mm. an, putting it on a different yes. person that maybe is even a different skin color yeah. different weight different yes. height tailor it to mm. that person to that individual yeah yes. and don't pick a, 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 a like an outfit from the top of your head and feel like that's the best fit mm-hmm, yeah. always tailor it mm-hmm. on the day yeah yeah that's it's me true. that's very important so before i let you go what are also your favorite like who are your start inspirations who dresses nice that you feel like okay i love how they they put pieces together especially in this country worldwide yeah your favorite style icons <laughs> <laughs> Apart from yourself. I was holding my tongue. I know you're going to say you. I was holding my tongue. I know you're going to say yourself. Because <laughs> um. for me, I can say I loved old Kanye. New Kanye, I don't understand this one. But I love old Kanye for like the bumper jackets. Mm. I loved the way he wore these like long, like smart coats, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Loved it. Tiny Temple as well back in the day. I love how, I loved his formal and also his like casual wear as well. Yeah. Who else? I think there's one more. I like Reggie Yates as well. I, like, I love his style at one point. I don't see much nowadays, but when I, when I do see him, I love the way he puts me like he knows how to dress for his like his height, his structure, which is very it's very important. Mm. I appreciate the way Michael B. Jordan oh, yes, dresses. I do. I do. Um I wouldn't say I have in particular style icons. Mm-hmm. I feel like I draw my inspiration of style from from the craziest of things. So in like I've learned to actually take inspiration to dress through nature yeah like i learned that the way that a flower protrudes Mm -hmm. can give you an indication of how a piece would look if it was dressed in a similar way so i kind of take my my inspiration from like a different angle so i don't really look at a lot of celebrities and think oh yeah like like yeah yeah 
I, I, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I kind of don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, um, and I feel like when you take your inspiration from a different space, mm-hmm. you're left with a different result. Yeah. Oh, yes. And I feel like that is why I love to do it, and that's why I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do the people that you've mentioned though. I do, I do respect the yeah. way that they dress, and yeah. I feel like. More people should be more experimental with the way oh, they yeah, dress and the way they, they 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 show themselves to the world. One thing I would say before you go is that I love how now they're doing the pressure of having to do um this bright colored green. Oh lord, which one? <laughs> that, that, that that trend of the neon neon. Aha! Uh-huh. La, I don't think I ever saw you do it. You did it in neon. I don't <sighs> think you did. Should, uh, should I? Should I? Should I? Well, did you almost do it? I won't lie. We have neon pieces designed. But I've never seen it. Yeah, because I haven't we haven't put it out. We, that's the thing. But the reason why we haven't put it out is exactly why you said. Yeah. And we feel like we don't ever want to be pressured yes. into anything that's happening at the time. Mm. We want to be a brand that yeah. we set the president. Yes. Don't tell us when. Yeah, don't tell us well. how. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you want. Cause that neon, I said you did neon. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I said neon. And then I feel like once it once it dropped, it just kept going. Like it is like people Boo-hoo just kept. Man became the ugliest person I ever saw in my entire life. I said no, just, just, just go, just, just it go. It was in. one rainbow. There's one, <laughs> one rainbow. That's all I saw. I and, said what? Nah, it was so ridiculous. I'm just happy that you have your own identity. Like I look at the pieces. I like this is now Lou. This is this is not anything. I said like, oh, this is what's going on on ASOS. Going on this one, mm. going on that one. This is now Lou, and I love that having that own identity. Thank you so much. Uh, what's your sure. favorite Nalu piece? If if you For don't mind me, me asking, I think I love. Oh, I love the new rack. To be honest, the invite, the Nalu tribe invite. That's it. <laughs> 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 when I saw it, I was like, wow. <laughs> so I love that. I, I love the two. I, I love your cord. Oh, I love your cord. So mm. I have to get that though. I think I'll get that along with the puffers when it comes out. I'll get together because now I've got money now. Hey, so last year, last, last year I was broken at Brooklyn. <laughs> but thank you so much for your time, for your knowledge, for your good vibes. As for usual, you've never changed. You've still been the same person that I've known for years ago. Thank you good too, vibes, man. So where can the people find you and Nalu? You can find me um, at Abe Adams One. That's A B E A D A M S One. Yes. Um, and that's across all socials, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. Snap, well, yeah, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you can find Nalu at theworldofnalu.com. Mm-hmm. That's T-H-E-W-O-R-L-D-O-F-N-A-L-U.com. And you can find our socials at worldofnalu, W-O-R-L-D-O-F-N-A-L-U. Yeah. And that's where we are at. And yeah, like if you guys have any opinions, please do send it our way. Like we love critique. If you like, yeah, just send, like DM us. I love that. DM me, and then let's get talking. That's amazing. It's your boy Manny as usual. Follow me at the classic Manny on social media. TC Manny HQ for anything to do with the influencer stuff. As people whoop, like to say, whoop. I hate that word influencer, but the influencer <laughs> stuff. Let them try and get used to it. <laughs> Obviously, it's a hashtag TCM shows. Let us know your thoughts on Twitter, and don't forget to share, to follow, subscribe. Let your friends know about the podcast. Yeah? Tell a friend to tell, <laughs> tell a, a friend. friend. Tell a friend. And don't forget to always do you and be unapologetic. And Bye. SARS. And SARS are always. And SARS. Sora Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a classic man.